Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, and we've gotten up through verse 13. Now we're going to pick up verse 14. And Mark gives us a rather extended account. He gives us some information here that none of the other Gospels do. You know, Mark is often sort of known for being uh, brief and giving truncated versions of things, you know. But that's not exactly right. He actually fills in a backstory right here for us. In other words, uh, what happened to John the Baptist? And he's going to tell us right here. So this is sort of an extended passage. I'm just going to read most of it today, okay? So here we go. 14th verse, Mark 6 says this. And King Herod heard. And in the English it says, heard of it. <laughs> well, what's the it? Well, the next part says, for his, and that's capitalized, name had become well known. So what he's talking about in the context of where we uh, left off last time, remember how Jesus has sent the 12 out? And they were preaching that men should repent. They were casting out demons and they were anointing people to oil and, and sick people were being made whole. Yeah. So King Herod heard about this. And Jesus' name was becoming very well known. So verse 14 continues. And people were saying, John the Baptist has risen from the dead. And that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. So they're saying that Jesus was John the Baptist risen from the dead. Well, so John the Baptist is dead. How'd that happen? Well, we're about to find out. Verse 15. But other people were saying, he is Elijah. And others were saying, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. So what were the people saying? They were saying, okay, Jesus, he's a John the Baptist resurrected. Other people said, no, 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 he's like Elijah. He must be Elijah. We've been waiting for Elijah. He is Elijah. Then other people said, no, no, he's not Elijah, but he's like one of the prophets of old. Verse 16. But Herod heard of it. He kept saying, it's John whom I beheaded. He has risen. So Herod was having a fit because he had had John beheaded. Well, why had he had John beheaded? Well, here we go with the story. Verse 17. For Herod himself had sent and had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, because he had married her. Oh, gosh, what, what a tangled web here. So here's what's going on. Herod had married his brother Philip's wife. His brother Philip's wife is called Herodias here. Okay, So Herod had married Herodias, and she was actually the granddaughter of Herod the Great. So there's all sorts of political intrigue going on here, too. Well, verse 18 says this. John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So John is telling him, you can't do this. Why are you doing this? <clears throat> well, why in the world is John talking to Herod to start with, you know? Well, we're going to find out. Verse 19, Herodias had a grudge against John and wanted to put him to death and could not do so. So she's furious about it. Okay, she's furious what John's saying, that you can't have Herod, okay? You can't have Herodias. Verse 20, for Herod was afraid of John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. So Herod kept John safe. He was afraid of him because he knew that he was righteous. 
He knew he was holy, and he kept him safe. Well, safe from who? Well, safe from Herodias, his wife, and whoever she could get to go and do her dastardly deeds, right? Verse 20 continues. And when he heard him, in other words, when Herod heard John, he was very perplexed, but he used to enjoy listening to him. <laughs> and so Herod would invite John to come in, and he would be totally perplexed as to what John was saying. He wouldn't agree with what John was saying, but he enjoyed listening to him. And so that, that brings all sorts of things to our mind. You know, was the Lord dealing uh, with Herod here? You know, was Herod open enough to where he heard the truth and then he rejected the truth? You know exactly what's going on. So there's some interesting things going happening right here. So verse 21, it picks it up uh, like a fine story. A strategic day came when Herod, on his birthday, well, there we go. What made the day strategic? It's Herod's birthday, okay? Well, why is that strategic? Hey, if it's the king's birthday or the wannabe king or whatever Herod was, it, you know, everybody's going to pay attention to it. So it's his birthday. He gave a banquet, and he gave a banquet for his lords and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. So all the doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs there. So forgive me if you're a doctor, lawyer, and Indian chief, but you know what I mean. The key leading men, the military men, the lords were all there. So verse 22 says, And when the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guest. And the king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. So here she is. Herodias sends in her daughter to dance before all these powers that be. And I can pretty well guarantee you that it probably wasn't a square dance or a polka. Okay? I, I would highly suspect that it was a somewhat seductive dance because of the way that he responded because it says, she pleased Herod. So here he is being pleased by the daughter of his wife. So he says, ask me whatever you want. I'll give you whatever it is. And he swore to her, whatever you ask of me, I will give it to you up to half my kingdom. And boy, we think, man, he's uh, he, that girl really got to him, didn't he? Well, in one sense, though, issue, yeah, she did. But you know what? He didn't have a kingdom to give. <laughs> okay, it was a political appointment kind of thing. He didn't own any land. I mean, he didn't. Now, had he absconded with things? Had he taken stuff? Did he? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like that. He owned this country, and he's going to give her half a country. No, no, no. He uh, sort of feeling his oats there in front of everybody. We're about to see where this gets him. Verse 24, so she goes out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? And mama says, the head of John the Baptist. Lovely woman, right? Verse 25, immediately she came in, this is the daughter, came in in a hurry to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Notice how she says at once. In other words, I know we've got you trapped now, Okay. You fell into this because of the lust of your eyes. You fell into this because of the pride of your heart and the pride and arrogance of hubris and power. So now you're trapped. You want to guess what the next word is? Mark's favorite word, verse 25. Immediately, she came in and said that, right? I wanted to give you at once the head of John the Baptist. So she's really pushing, pushing, pushing. And although the king was very sorry, yet because of his oaths, and because of his dinner guest, he was unwilling to refuse her. So all of his buddies had seen all this kind of stuff. 
they all saw how he got outsmarted uh, by a woman or two. <laughs> so again, the next verse, next word, immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded him to bring back his head. And he went and had him beheaded in, pri in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took away his body and laid it in the tomb. John had been faithful. Even at the very end, he was faithful. He did not know. He's sitting there one day imprisoned, and all of a sudden the door opens, and within a minute, he's in glory. Okay, He's here one second. The next second, he's gone. Uh, we go, oh, that's horrible, that's horrible. Uh, yes and no. If you're ready to go, it's good. Okay. Did John want to know some more things? Oh, yeah. Did John think there was more to what he might have been doing? Probably so. He sent word to Jesus, said, hey, you know, are, are you really the one? <laughs> you know, we understand what's going on right here. This is how quickly these things can turn. But know this, that is the perfect timing of the Lord, right? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode, okay?